Let's focus in this session on verse 12 of 1 Peter 4. And the question I want to ask is, how normal is persecution for Christians? And how should we respond to that normalcy? What difference should that make? And the, and the method we'll take in looking at this verse is to isolate four or five um, most significant realities or expressions and then see how they relate to each other and see if we can get answers that way. Father, we know that, that little children, if you warn them when they're going through a haunted house that around the next corner a skeleton is going to jump out, they, they might jump, but they won't scream in terror. And you have helped us not to lose our equilibrium in this world and scream in terror by helping us know what's coming. And I pray that you'd show us how to be stable through this revelation, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. Now, here's the way I'm going to break it down. I wouldn't have to separate off beloved, but I am, because I want to ask, why does he call them beloved here? He only does that one other place. Do not be surprised. So he's, he's commanding them, don't, don't be surprised. Don't get jarred out of your normal stability and lose your sense of composure and your peace and your joy. At what? At the fiery trial. What's that? When it comes upon you to test you. So there's the purpose of its coming. It's coming to test you as though something strange were happening to you. So one, two, three, four, five. And then what I sometimes do is put them on different lines like this. So it's not just propositions between verses that you can break down like this, but within a verse, different words, different phrases. So, beloved, don't be surprised. There's a fiery ordeal coming. It's coming to test you. Don't, don't think it's, it's not something strange. It's not something strange. So let's take those one at a time. And then when I do that, I just start asking questions of, of each of these elements. Different kinds of questions are triggered by looking at them. And this, I ask, why, why here? Why beloved here? The only other place he did it was 2.11. Any, any similarities? Beloved. And you, you find that, by the way, I, I didn't remember that just from reading the book. I did a word search in my computer software on the word beloved, and it only occurs one other time in First Peter. Beloved, I urge you, as sojourners and aliens, to abstain from the passions of the flesh that wage war against your soul. So here he's telling them that you have an enemy and your soul is in jeopardy and it seems like he wants to cushion 
the possible severity of that by saying, I love you. You're my beloved. I'm talking to you this way because I love you. And here he's saying, beloved, you're going to be tested with a fiery trial. That's like war against your your faith and against your soul. So maybe, maybe this is um, a, an, an affection that helps them realize when he gives them a, a hard word, like you're going to be tested, he's not doing it out of any kind of emotional indifference. So that might teach us that when we say tough things to people, we affirm our love to them right at the outset. Do, uh, see, that's the command that follows from these, right? Don't be surprised because of this. Uh, so we better go here next. There's a fiery trial coming. What, what are these fiery trials or fiery ordeals? And there's one other place in this book that uh, deals with fieriness, right? I did remember this one just from having read it. First Corinthians, I mean, First Peter 1, 6, 1, 6 and 7. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been grieved through various trials so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, um, that perishes, though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor. So various trials are coming, and they're coming uh, as though by fire, and what's going to be tested is your, your faith. So this fiery trial here is uh, various. It's, it comes in all kinds of, of ways. And... We know that in the immediate following context, these are the next verses, it's mainly talking about persecution. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If you're insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or a meddler. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. So for those three reasons in the immediately preceding context, we know that this this fiery trial here is mainly suffering persecution because you're a Christian or start to act like a Christian in, in public. But in principle, it could cover other kinds of suffering as well. Third, um, it's coming to test you. When it comes to test you, and what it's really good to pause there and just dig in. How am I being tested? That is, what about me can pass or fail? You take a test, you can either pass or fail. What, what would passing be and what would failing be? And we just, we just saw it, didn't we? This little while, if necessary, you've been grieved. Back here at 1, 6, and 7, uh, through various trials so that the tested, and then here it is, genuineness of your faith. So what can fail is your faith. In other words, you can just say to God, I'm tired of trusting you. This is not worth it. You bring me into fiery trials and I don't like it. So I thought being a child of yours was going to have a better life and so I'm out of here. And that would be fail. You failed the test. 
And passing would be, oh God, there's no place I can turn. I turn to you and trust you in my fiery trial. And your your face comes through like gold with all the dross burned out of it. This trial to test your faith is not as though something strange were happening to you. It's not, not strange. Why isn't it strange? It's not strange. Chapter 5, verse 9, resist him firm in your faith, the devil knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the whole world. This is not strange. This is what Christians experience all over the world, he says. It's not strange because Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation, same word as test, by the way, no test has overtaken you that is not common to man. You're not being singled out. These things happen in every generation all over the world. Or it's not strange because in 1 Thessalonians 3, 3, we exhort you that no one be moved by these afflictions for you yourselves know we are destined for this. Why are we destined for this? Because Jesus said in John 15, 20, remember the the word that I said to you, as a servant is not greater than his master, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. It's not strange. I came into the world. They persecuted me. You're my follower. They're going to persecute you. One way to say it is that back in chapter 4, verse 4, so we're in verse 12 now. Here's just what, eight verses earlier. It says, with respect to this, your change of behavior, they're surprised. That's the same word. Don't be surprised at the fiery ordeal as though something strange. They're surprised when you do not join them in the same flood of debauchery and they malign you. So one way to say why, why it's not strange is persecution is not strange because you have become strange. That's an effort to pull together the fact that the same word, built on strange, don't be surprised, is found in verse 4 and is also found in verse verse 12 here. As though something strange, don't be surprised. And so we end right here. Do not be surprised. So what's the alternative to being surprised? Sullen? Fatalistic? Morose? Sullen? Here it comes again. Always get beat up. This is what it means to be a Christian. Well, next time we're going to see what's next. Beloved, do not be surprised when the fiery ordeal comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you, but rejoice. That's where we go next. Amazing. So don't lose your stability. It is normal, normal to be tried by fire.